to you from the Chamber of Haunters studios, this is Haunting You. I am your host, Keone Hutton. And I'm Leslie Reed. And we are very excited to have you back here today. Happy again. again. Oh my God. Happy July. <laughs> happy middle of July, I guess is, is where we're at. The summer is just flying. Is anyone else feeling that? Like, holy oh, yeah. crap. Like, I mostly blame the fact that we have a 13-week-old puppy on how fast everything's going by. That's definitely a contributing factor, no doubt. But even even outside of that, this this summer is just zooming by. No kidding. I mean, let, let's recap here for a moment. Uh, we have been planning Sanguine Creek Estates. We have been building Sanguine Creek Estates. We have been collecting doors like nobody's business. In fact, I'm pretty sure I've cleaned out Southern Maryland of all of their doors because I'm not finding any anymore. Well, that just means teenagers won't be able to throw temper tantrums and slam their doors. I don't see a problem. You're doing everybody a favor. If they do slam their doors, though, then they have to get replaced, and then I can get the old doors for free. So, like, slam yeah, away, I guess. at this point, you're kind of running out of doors unless you find a lot more teenagers, and your Fact. boys aren't that age yet. Fact. You're telling me. But anyway, so we're getting closer. <laughs> but on top of that, we have had just a ton of really awesome people come through the Haunting You podcast to tell us all about themselves and what they do. We had Linnell Freeman several mm-hmm. episodes ago talking about Texas Haunters Convention, which by the time this podcast is airing will be like a day away. Woo! THC! Wait. Awesome. I didn't say that. <laughs> there are some connotations there that the Texas Haunters Convention <laughs> does not appreciate. It's trying to avoid. We are trying yeah, to avoid that. Texas. Indeed. Indeed. But anyway, so we had Linnell Freeman come on and tell us about the convention. We had Andrea Vaughn and Ava Johnson come on and tell us about Chamber of Haunters and their haunt, Hayride of Horror. We had Jan Skaggs Knuth come on and talk about Grey House Haunts and the Chamber of Haunters and her new book. And her book. And her book. Super excited. Oh, it hasn't awesome. arrived yet. Uh, it's on order. It hasn't arrived yet. Um, but Not Afraid to Slay, Women of the Haunt Industry. Awesome conversation with Jan. Absolutely wonderful. Absolutely so wonderful. So many good things that she's doing. So those last three episodes, uh, we were getting to know our Chamber of Haunters. And, man, I had a lot of fun doing so. Today, though, we're going to shift gears a little bit and start talking to some other really awesome people in the haunting industry. And to kick that off, we have tonight with us Mr. Doug Sheldon. Doug Sheldon owns The Haunt. Yes. The Haunt. The Haunt. The Haunt or The Haunt? Ooh, we'll have to ask him. Put that on our list of questions (laughs) to ask him. Uh, But that is the name of his haunt. It is The Haunt in Grand Rapids, Michigan. It is an absolutely enormous attraction. He has five separate haunted houses in his, on his property. Uh, definitely want to talk more about that because it, just, it sounds really, really cool. But beyond running the haunt in Grand Rapids, Michigan, he also is one of the co-owners of Fear Expo, which we had a ton of fun at back in <laughs> April. April? March? Both, I think. I think it was March and April. Um, the first was in March, the second was in April, the first was in right. February, second was in, something like that. Earlier this year. Earlier Time this still year. Has no meaning. It's it's all a rush. Like this, the last several <laughs> months are just kind of blending together. The last eighteen months just kind of are all one thing. Indeed, indeed. But anyway, so uh, he is one of the co-owners of Fear Expo, and so we're going to chat with him a bit about what Fear Expo has done, what they are doing now, and where they want to go in the future. So I say we invite him in, and we'll get to it. You there, Doug? Yeah. Hey, how you doing? Hey, Doug. Good. Good. Well, Doug, welcome to the Haunting You podcast. We are so excited to have you here. 
So we had the chance to meet Doug way back in, what was it, February or March when the first Fear Expo was getting ready to, the the virtual Fear Expo was getting ready to go live. Yeah. Well, I actually, I think I met you in January. It but, might have been um, January. You're right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it was January. And then we actually um, had the first show um, in March. So and yeah, there we go. Yeah, there's just so much to to talk about with that. But I want to before we even get to that, let's I want our listeners to learn a little bit about you. Can you tell us a little bit about your background, how you got started in the haunted attraction industry? Um, set the stage for us. Yeah, I probably got started a little bit different. Well, I don't know. I've heard a couple of people started the same way. Um, I've always played um, around at being a haunter. Um, my wife's parents owned a barn and a small little town in Gowan. And uh, uh, just messing around for the family, we started doing a haunted attraction in this barn. And uh, one year we had 15 people, and the next year we had 30 people, then we had 100 people, then we had 500. (laughs) uh, We had no idea, you know, where that was going to take us. But, um, you know, it was always just something fun to do. You know, Mm -hmm. we had all kinds of cool scares and you know we even had a haunted corn maze and all this stuff but it was just mainly just for friends and family yeah and um I never pictured at that time that I'd end up owning a haunted attraction um when, when was this I, like how long ago are we talking wow this was this was in the early 80s you okay. know 80 yeah. you know 1985 86 ish um, and that went for probably about 10 years, 10, 15 years. Um, you know, just like I said, it was the, the thing to do on Halloween. Everyone went there, you know, you'd have the bonfire and, uh, you know, the spiked um, apple cider. And nice. <laughs> <you know? laughs> so, so it was, just, it was a lot of fun. And, and we always tried to upscale our own, you know, home haunt for years and years. And it was a family thing. And then um, my regular job was marketing. Um, I've been in marketing for 27 years. Um, you know, everything from print marketing to media buying to advertising, you know, coming up with design work, pretty much when it comes to marketing, I've done just about everything, including working for two of the, you know, top, top 500 companies in the country, as mm-hmm. far as marketing, I was a vice president of save on everything, um, oh, wow. you know, and worked with Valpac and Molasses and all of them as well. So um, you know, marketing was always my background and the, I saw the change in everything that was going on as far as marketing, you know, just the way the, the magazines and everything that I was involved in, I could see that that was starting to change and there was going to be a whole new digital platform. And it was, it was a, um, it kind of came to a, a time in my life where I had to make a decision. Am I going to stay with marketing? heavily and, and make a living off from it. And, and it was a good living. I mean, I had, you know, at one time I had 120 salespeople underneath me. Uh-huh. So, um, or am I going to try and do something fun? <laughs> you know? I mean, marketing's not fun. Marketing. I love it, but the way the changes were going, it, yeah. it was something that um, I, I just, I just didn't want to be at that scale anymore, you know, yeah. traveling, sure. um, we were traveling constantly. I mean, Saban had um, offices all over and we had to be all over to, you know, work one, you know, one day we'd be in Chicago and then Dallas or wherever. So, um, 
So anyways, um, the opportunity came four years ago to purchase the haunt um, in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And um, my wife and I, you know, talked about it and she said no. And I said, please. (laughs) 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 And I think she even said no until like I wrote the check. And then she's like, all right, I guess you're going to do it anyway. (laughs) Ah, supporting. So so important. But, you know, um, the thing about it, we've been through a lot um, Mm -hmm. over the years. You know, my wife had a brain aneurysm, you know, and um, owning a haunted attraction has gave us the opportunity to be closer as far as that goes, because it's a lot of work. Don't get me wrong. I mean, owning a haunted attraction year round, we start we start thinking about themes and building, you know, before we even close the year before. Sure. But um, it does allow me to spend more time at home on the computer, you know, working on projects. You know, I always call it my computer time, but I get to spend more time with her that way. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't change a thing. Um, you know, I'm I'm putting the philosophy of all the years of being a marketer and, and owning companies into place with owning a haunted attraction. So that's what I was going to say. I'm a little bit different than um, I'd say most of the haunt owners. Um, there are quite a few like me who are more of the business side of it. Uh-huh. Um, we, we look at things a little bit different. Um, my number one concern in a haunted attraction is safety. Um, sure. we want to scare the hell out of you, but we don't want you to feel like you're going to die. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Which I appreciate as safe. a customer. <laughs> so safety is always number one. And then doing the little things, you know, making sure that we run it like a real business, because at the end of the day, we are a business. Uh-huh. And I think as long as you do that, um, and you look at your attraction that way, everything else will fall into place. So, um, yeah. Yeah. And, and it's yep. really fun to talk to people who think that way because so many of us are on the design and the scare and the make it look awesome without thinking about the business side. And if you're not thinking about the business side, you're not going to make it to year two. Yeah. So tell us a little bit more about the haunt. I mean, you know, looking at your website, it looks like you've got five attractions built in. Like, so how big a haunt are we talking here? So it takes, um, without a queue line, if you were at the beginning of the haunt and you were going to go through all of our attractions until where you leave through our store, um, it's going to take you an hour to walk through the attraction. Wow. So it's, (laughs) (laughs) um, you know, uh, we were pushing right around 120 actors at times and Uh we had 67 animatronics in there. Wow. Um, five unique themes. Uh-huh. Um, each, each of our smallest theme is a little, little over 5,000 square feet. So, you know, we're, we're roughly, our entire footprint is about 50,000 square feet. 50,000 square That's feet. Awesome. That's incredible. Where do you build this? <laughs> so we're, we're a year round attraction. Uh-huh. I actually going the, back to this, I'm sorry, go ahead. Do you own the the property you're in? Actually, no. Um, so I looked at a lot of different buildings and um, believe it or not, going back to the business side of it, I believe the best place to have a haunted attraction is inside a mall. So I use, mm. I found, you know, cause malls right now are hurting there. Oh. It's there's mm-hmm. so many good things. I could spend an hour telling you why you need to be in a mall if you own a haunt, but and I will <laughs> but be not... taking judicious notes, <laughs> but, continue. But, um, but the biggest thing about it is we have unlimited parking. 
Um, we have a landlord who really appreciates the fact that we are not a problem for them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're, we're open 21 days out of the year. Um, <laughs> and the rest of the time, we're still paying rent. Yeah. <laughs> so they yeah. love us. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're a dream um, client for uh, any sort of real estate. But the rest of, the, the rest of it is, you know, for, for example, I can walk through without even going outside of my um, portion that I, I lease, I can go into the common area and I'm friends with the owner of the grocery store that's on the front side of the mall called Save-A-Lot. And I can walk over there, get cough drops. I can get a cases of water. I can get everything without leaving my attraction. That is <laughs> so, <handy>. um, <laughs> you know, and, and right there, right there, you name it. We have it right there. We have a loading dock that we share with, you know, a big, um, uh, grocery store. So, I mean, like I said, many, many things that I could go over why it was the right place. But at mm-hmm. the end of the day, um, I wouldn't change it for anything right now. I mean, I guess the only thing I could think of is if I could find a perfect property, like let's say Housegate in Chicago. I don't know if you guys have ever been there. No. Um, they, they have beautiful property. They, they built their own, um, you know, barn to put everything in and um, that, that is a perfect setup for a hunt owner. But besides that, where I didn't own it, <laughs> give me, give me a strip mall and give me 50,000 square feet on the backside of it. And I scare the hell out of everyone. So that's awesome. So the five stories that you have in your haunts, can you tell us a little bit about them? You know, just, just teasers. Yeah, definitely. So, um, the first one is blood manor. And um, it is actually a vampire-ridden, you know, a turn-of-the-century old manor. Um, nice. The only lighting in there this year, we actually have Ned's lights, which Ethan Tehran hooked us up with um, when we first built it. This year, we have them all off, and we have candles. So it's all candles through <laughs> it. Oh, I love it. And um, <laughs> the vampires... Um, as you get deeper into the attraction, get uglier and uglier and scarier and scarier. <laughs> you, you know, you see the first two and it's like, oh, wow, she's cute <laughs> you yeah, know, with the yeah, things yeah. and she wants to rip your neck off. <laughs> um, so um, Blood Manor is a really good attraction, but, you know, it's going to hit you hard because I'm, I'm telling you, the first two rooms, you know, we have a lot of people just within the first two rooms say, okay, I'm done. Wow. <laughs> just because i mean we make sure we let you know what you're in for within the first couple of rooms <laughs> so Again, um blood, an hour blood, to go through the whole thing i'm impressed yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so blood banner is amazing um and then moving from blood banner you go into um we're going we're doing kind of a silent hill uh type feeling this year it's it's always been a sane asylum and this year we're going more into a hospital mm-hmm uh, hospital type look and um, being inside a mall that was one thing we always had a trouble with is you, you couldn't do any type of fog because it set off our alarms sure sure so so for outpatient which is our our new hospital we had to find a way if we were going to do that whole creepy silent hill feeling to get that low-lying fog and we worked with a couple companies and uh, with froggy's frog this year and we actually have two low-lying fog machines that are working perfect. So we're nice. adding that scare, um, the crackling, the scary looking nurses, you know, the whole nine yards, it's going to be really cool. So aftermath, um, I'm really excited for, or I'm sorry, outpatient. Um, the, once you leave outpatient, you go to a new facade and that's a 
factory that is, it's so weird. This factory, when we came up with this idea for it, it was about the end of the world and how the world ended because of a pandemic. Oh boy. When, <laughs> when, were, you, when were you pitching this idea? <laughs> January of 2019. <laughs> before the whole <laughs> pandemic happened. Yeah. We were talking and we actually were going to do, we were going to have people in full mock suits. We were going to have them with the, the temperature detectors. I mean, you name it, we were doing everything. And then this hits. So guess what? <laughs> It's the end of the world, but it's a nuclear fallout that caused it. Sure. Not sure. a virus. Nice pivot. <laughs> Solid. <laughs> so um, super cool. Um, high energy. Um, you know, this is the kind of attraction where you go in there and it's just like everyone is, is so much in the future and they're just trying to gather and just trying to make it. And you're invading their area and, and they don't really like the fact that you're doing that. And they see, they see the nice watches you're wearing and the boots and everything else, and they want what you have. So mm -hmm. um, it's going to give you a kind of a, a weird feel as you go through aftermath. Um, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> and then um, frostbite frostbite is the one attraction that we've done the most work on. And uh, this came from a attraction that we called Beast a few years back ago, and we redid it this year, and it is off frozen tundra now. It's a frozen swamp with caves and, and cabins. We have snow machines going in there. We have um, some extremely cool lighting ceilings that are all uh -huh. done up. Um, we have painted floors that look like you're walking on ice. All of our creatures in there have been modified to look like they're half frozen or totally frozen. The Ice King is in there. He's just a being from somewhere. We almost like um, a mix of an abominable snowman with uh, like a Viking type deal. You, okay. Okay. Um, you know, and he's got wolves all through there that are protecting him. And then the whole thing about the Ice King is he's invaded and Tinkles is our clown. He's always kind of been the bully of the haunt and okay. the storyline behind everything. Well, Tinkos doesn't like that the Ice King has been trying so hard to take over the the new uh, attraction. So at the end of that attraction is a uh, 26 foot dragon, you know. So Ooh. yeah, so it's kind of cool. You go from you go from ice to fire. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. The end is the end is all burnt, and we got you know statues and you know all kinds of skulls that are all burnt up, and you got a dragon you know, luring around and moving around you. So, Oh my gosh, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then if you're not totally done, you can go into <laughs> Tinkle's Family Circus and have a really good time. Um, <laughs> the only problem is there's not a single nice clown in there. <laughs> uh -huh. yeah, um, there's ever such thing as a nice clown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, the cool thing about our circus, I think, which is a little different than most of the ones that I've seen in the past that haunted attractions have done, is you start out and you you when you go through the very beginning, the control room, all of our attractions have control rooms. And then once you get out of that, you're in a you know a, a main a main area where like they have the I'm trying to think of the name of it, I apologize. It's like a um, where all of the vendors are at. What is that called? A midway. So we oh, have yeah. a midway, midway inside. And so it different types of booths, different types of booths, like the, um, you know, we have the kissing booth and trust me, you do not want to kiss the actor that's in there. <laughs> um, throwing heads through baskets, you know, nice. that's another game that can be played in there. 
Um, you know, there's there even the uh, angel of death has got a booth, you know, and spinning the wheel <laughs> to see which way you're going to die. Right. <laughs> so, so are these like interactive guests can actually participate in these games most of them you look at it you don't want to play yeah that's fair that's <laughs> fair awesome. <laughs> um just like the food booths you do not want to eat what they're offering you yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then we have an insane carnival we have a vortex tunnel um uh, a dark area led dark with um, all kinds of cool, creepy stuff in there. And then, I mean, there's just so much to that carnival. Yeah. Um, and then it ends with what I've always loved is a double chainsaw where a chainsaw, a clown pops up behind you. And so you're kind of running from them, but at the end of the hallway is another one that you're running <laughs> towards. So just that double, like, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> oh, oh, I freaking love it. <laughs> so, and, and I think the biggest thing this year is the fact that um, we're adding um, some really cool effects. So we, we bought a lot from VFX this year, um, mm. a new company that I'm, I'm using a lot of their props, super excited about them. Yeah, I just and bought then, something for VFX too. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I saw you posted it. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think you know we got three or four new things from VFX, and then, and then, we are making 13 drop panels that are automatic drop yeah. panels. COVID really got me into this. You know, the whole thing of, um, you know, when an actor was in a drop panel. You know, they had a mask on. We had the boo boxes that we created mm -hmm. um, for sound. You know, you really couldn't tell whether it was a mannequin or an actor. So sure. guess what? 13 new mannequins. drop panels that are, that are very cool heads, very high design. I got a hold of Midnight Studios and Kyle over there created the heads for all of our drop panels. And uh -huh. so, um, you know, we just, it's, yeah, it's way better. I hate to say it, but better than an actor. You know, yeah. In some yeah. Of these drop panels. Mm -hmm. So awesome that is super cool i'm gotta find a way to make it out so i can see your show because it just sounds amazing it is a lot of fun <laughs> it sounds like <laughs> it so you've been at the haunt for you say it sounds like four years um where but now you're kind of shifting your attention a little bit into fear expo where did the idea for fear expo come from so actually what ended up happening was um, when the whole pandemic started, um, I, I purchased a lot and I have a lot of friends that are haunt owners who we buy a lot of stuff for our haunts every year. Sure. I mean, it's, it's a constant turnover. You know, some of us spend between 40 and a hundred thousand dollars on our haunt. And, you know, the whole thing with the pandemic wasn't anyone's fault, but it left a lot of the vendors, you know, thinking, you know, what are we going to do? We need to be able to reach out. We need to be able to get a hold of everyone. And, and then aspires the same thing. You know, how are we going to get what we need? You know, there isn't going to be an in-person show, at least for the first year. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, um, you know, back to the whole marketing thing, you know, I was seeing a lot of industry people asking, you know, my marketing companies about virtual shows. And so I started really checking into virtual shows and, you know, I was helping out different industries from the bridal industry to the golf industry and so on and so forth. But I wasn't seeing a really good virtual show going on with the haunt industry. Uh -huh. And I said, you know what? It looks like everything might clear up. And this is the beginning of 2020. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and, and let's kind of see how everything goes. Or, yeah, I'm sorry. It was the beginning of 2021, the beginning of yes, this year, okay. you know? And um, it didn't look like it was, it, you know, we got into January and I was like, you know, there's just no way, there's yeah. no way we're going to go back to normal. 
And um, so that's when we decided, uh, you know, Chris and myself, hey, let's do something to kind of help out the vendors. Let's do something where they can get their name out there and give a give some buyers an opportunity to be able to see the new product still. And, and so that's how Virtual Fear Expo was born. It, it was super exciting, the amount of sales that, um, you know, the first one we had some bumps in the road, you know, I'm the first one to admit that <laughs> we had no idea how much traffic was going to get hammered onto there. And there is, you know, some problems with some, you know, hot spots and so on and so forth. But the second one was amazing. Well, both of them was really good when it came to as far as information, as far as classes. Yeah, and I, I know say, you were involved in both of them. The I was. And great. the classes were phenomenal. <laughs> you know, if I break Fear Expo up into the two sides, you have the show floor and you have um, and the classes, the classes on both were just absolutely phenomenal. And we talked about it in two different podcast episodes because there was so much that we learned from those classes. And we still didn't even hit all the classes that we attended <laughs> and all the information and everything that was going on. Yeah. The class size were absolutely phenomenal. From our point of view, the show floor on the first one, slightly less than phenomenal. Yes. But the second hey. one seemed to be much more successful. Yeah. Well, the first one, what ended up happening is it was kind of like um, a situation with your car. You, you got this car and everything looks beautiful and everything is, but shoot, we, um, we didn't plan on that many radio stations. We needed the radio network, <laughs> right, or something, you know, yeah, um, yeah. and, and it just all happened all the night before where, you know, all the hot spots we had over half the hot spots disappear. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so what we did is we spent basically the next 30 days, you know, with a huge crew, which we should have had in the beginning. So that's all back on me. We should have had a big crew, you know, but it, we spent that time remaking the second one. And, you know, we had some really good sales. A lot of vendors did extremely well. We had some vendors that, you know, didn't do as well as they'd like to. And we had a lot of buyers who didn't come back for the second one yet. Sure. Um, because sure. a lot of people still... You know, and at that time, we knew that Transworld was going to happen. So, you know, yep. it was what it was then. And very excited, you know, that Transworld was able to happen. They had an amazing show this year. A lot of people got to be in person and, and make their their buys there. So, I mean, you that's the thing about it. You can't replace... Um, you can't replace a live show with a virtual show. A virtual yeah. show is meant to be an enhancement. And and like you said, there is nothing better than the classes that we were able to offer through Zoom like that. It was, I mean, most of the classes had at least 100 people and them are real close to it. So very much of them. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was kind of the story behind it. We, we're still going to do something, um, you know, kind of up, coming up this year with Virtual Fear Expo. We uh-huh. haven't announced Virtual Fear Expo yet. Um, but it's going to be in addition to, to kind of help. There's a lot of, a lot of vendors and a lot of homeowners who don't have an opportunity to go to these shows. And that's what we want to do. We want to have a virtual show where they're, they're excited about it and then get to it. So. Yeah, that's nice. I mean, again, you know, how many of us are doing this not full time, you know, we, we have our day jobs, we have our family and our life and, and haunting is kind of a, a side hobby and it's, tough to get to Transworld. It's tough to get to a lot of these shows and really take advantage of all the things that are out there. So the fact that you guys are doing this virtually and giving all of these vendors uh, a chance to reach a different audience is is awesome. I love it. Yeah. And especially for like us, you know, most of our um, most of our listeners are home hunters. We really target our podcast toward home hunters. And so 
most of them are, you know, we're not going to trans world. We're not going to Midwest unless we happen to be in that area and it's close. Um, but something like a virtual fear expo where you can log in from anywhere from the comfort of your own home, it's absolutely perfect for the kind of people that we're trying to reach. So we were really appreciative of what you put together. And even though I'm not a big buyer, getting to explore the show yet. floor at virtual fear, yeah, yeah, <laughs> getting to explore <laughs> those the virtual floor was phenomenal. I mean, I got introduced to VFX and um, Kyle Vest. And I mean, we picked up so much cool stuff that has really taken our haunt to the next level this year. Even though it's just a home haunt, it was absolutely fantastic for us. Before we go any further, I think it'd be a good idea to take a quick break, hear from our sponsors, and then we will be right back into it with Mr. Doug Sheldon. That was Fear Expo this year, but it sounds like you are getting ready to do something even bigger for next year. Tell us about it. What can you Well, <laughs> so you can probably see the logo behind me. Or at least I you do. can. Everyone in the audience <laughs> won't be able to. But. <laughs> so after the, the show this year, um, we had a ton of feedback, a ton of feedback. And, and that's the most important thing. And it was from the haunts that just loved the attitude behind Fear Expo. They loved, they loved the direction. They loved the fact that we looked at the small things and we thought about the little things and really, really helped focus on them for the haunt buyers and the vendors. Um, and so over and over, the question was asked, and I think I heard you even ask it a couple of times. <laughs> so when are you doing a live show? <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, to be honest with you, I, I didn't think that was something that was even in the cards. I wasn't, I wasn't looking that way. I really wanted to continue to keep going with the virtual show because I, I still want to make sure we reach everyone. Mm -hmm. But um, we have enough people now behind this that says, hey, look, the industry needs another big um, in-person show. The industry needs another one that you know, can, can help work them together where people could even go to, you know, one show and be able to pre-order and pick up at the other show or, or, Ooh. you know, Hey, I can't make this show, but I can make this show, uh -huh. you know, and it gives the vendors an opportunity to kind of get, you know, some of the early stuff out, you know, if a show's a little earlier in the year, um, really, I think, you know, we found out this year that if you, if you have a show much past, you know, April, you're just, it's hard for these vendors to get all their stuff made. I mean, these yeah, orders, yeah. you know, and, um, and having two big shows at the beginning of the year is something that is going to help the vendors and it's going to help the buyers know what's out there and get a feeling on, on what they want to purchase. And it's also going to help the buyers who can't make one of the shows, make it to the other show. So um, we decided that we are going to go ahead and launch Fear Expo Live this year. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, we are going to be, matter of fact, it's probably already rolled out a little bit by the time this um, ends up playing. <laughs> and um, and uh, the, the idea behind it is 100% of everything we're doing is to help enhance vendors and help buyers come together we've looked at everything including even deciding that place we're going to we looked at safety 
And that was one of the biggest things. I mean, you and I have both probably seen, you know, one of our fellow haunters, you know, putting posts on there about how, you know, they, they saw something happen at their hotel and it's still mm, yeah, affecting yeah. them. Even today I saw a post, you know, still affecting them. And we're like, you know, the most important thing for my haunted attractions that I own is safety. So the most important thing, if we open a expo has to be safety. And so I, I looked at towns, I bet you we passed up at least 15 towns because of safety. Uh-huh, uh-huh. If, 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 their, if their crime rate was too high, if they had a lot of shootings, break-ins, whatever. I mean, we wanted to make sure that if you go to, to Fear Expo, that you're going to be safe. You're going to not have to worry about your trailer getting broken into. You're not going to have to worry about a shooting, you know, across the block or, or you know, people releasing their <laughs> bowel movements on the sidewalk, you know, <laughs> yeah, all yeah. these little horror stories that we hear about. So safety was the top of our priority. And then from there, we started looking at the little things we looked at, you know, do you got to pay union dues? You know, do you have to have, you know, for vendors, do you have to pay extra for um, equipment to unload? And we said, okay, how can, yeah. And so, yeah, electricity. So and that was perfect. You brought that up because actually the city that we were going to said, Hey, look, you know, you're telling us that these things matter. We will pick up the electricity for all your vendors. So the city is even paying for the electricity what? for the vendors at Beer what? Expo. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, things like that. Those are all things we looked at. And then, of course, Fear Expo is known for our classes. So we are taking that to the next level. I mean, not only um, are, are you going to see the master classes that are going to have the top names of the people who, you know, really know the industry, but we're bringing people in from other industries that teach classes. Oh, interesting. You know? Which one yeah, you I mean, from? Give, us, uh, so, give us a sneak so, peek at this point. So, you know, someone, something to look at is um, costumes. All right. Uh-huh. You can look at costumes within the industry, but you take it a step further. And we have one of the persons um, who her name's Gina, and she actually makes professional costumes that go into movies. Her costumes are, you know, selling for five to $10,000 a piece. Yeah. And she's going to do a workshop about costumes at fair expo you know we have we have a set designer who sets who set designed for six top movies and he's going to be teaching at fair expo um marketing i mean uh, if you could think of a company that does marketing extremely well what off the top of your head what who do you think of facebook right so we bring in someone in from facebook to teach marketing oh wow you know i mean the thing about it is we have to do everything we can to help haunt owners who want to succeed and make money to be able to do so and have all of the tools, you know, at their fingertips. So once again, everything we're going to do is going to be all about everyone here. Um, every, you know, all the haunt owners and all the vendors, including we have a super big surprise. I can't even release it here, but if you oh, get that's... me probably closer to August and do another interview, I'm going to release something brand new that's just going to be totally cool for the people at Free Expo. It's, You're killing um, me, but I'm going to have to drag yeah. you back. <laughs> no choice. Consider we marketing, have, Kay. We, we, <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> we have to finalize a few um, items on this. And once we do, this is going to be extreme. It's going to be so cool what we're, what we're going to do for the industry um, 
at Beer Exponential. So. All right, all right. There, there's your teaser, <laughs> listeners. Come back in August. Make sure you're you are subscribed to the Haunting You podcast because Doug is going to come back and reveal what he refuses to tell us right yes, now. Yes, yes. <laughs> so I didn't even tell you where we ended up picking. You, be, um, you beat me to the question. <laughs> so Owensboro, Kentucky. Owensboro, Owensboro Kentucky. Owensboro, Kentucky. That um, is amazing. There are very few haunted attraction type um anything there's no east like to to have a convention happening out east i am super excited (laughs) (laughs) so owensboro kentucky um we are we are coming in january 21st through the 23rd um so if you check out owensboro you'll be able to see i mean it's a beautiful convention center absolutely beautiful three stories we have the entire convention so the whole wow. convention center is all ours. Um, How big you know, is we're the gonna, convention center? So we're going to be able to have roughly about 220 um, booths on the, on the main floor and uh-huh. then our 80-some upstairs. Oh, um, wow. Plus, plus we're going to have a ballroom area. Uh-huh. Um, uh, we, we have a party going on up there um, for Friday night, a live band party going to be. Kyle Vest is going to be in charge of the costume box. So you can just imagine yes. how that's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> We're hoping to get and, him on um, here soon, too. So I'll, I'll have to pick his brain a little. <laughs> and then um, we have a vendor showcase fashion show. Um, high-end vendor style showcase um, fashion show. So I am still waiting to see all the details on that because uh-huh. that's actually someone else taking care of that. You notice I'm delegated. I'm not doing everything I'm myself. I'm super impressed. <laughs> I'm super impressed. <laughs> Learned a lot um, from the first Fear Expo. Leonard Pickle, the master of doing haunt tours, is putting together a haunt tour for this. We're going to mm-hmm. have an amazing haunt tour. So super excited about that. And then the city of Owensboro is just rolling out the red carpet for Fair Expo. All, all the different things to do in the city. They're just, they're even talking about bringing in some of the restaurants and bars and venues at, at the front of our convention center. So you mm-hmm. can get tickets and you can get discounts and everything right there. So when you leave oh, the convention awesome. center, go out in town and yeah, it's super exciting. There's going to be so many more details that are going to be released over the next couple of days. And it's not that we don't know the details. It's that we are finalizing them, Sure, you know, sure. to make sure that when we release something, we got a guarantee. Now, one thing that, you know, anyone hates more or people in the convention world hate more than anything is to release something and then have to announce have to take it back. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. we're going to do everything to make sure that we don't have to do that. So I, okay. I wish you luck. That's a, <laughs> a hell of a task in general. Uh, but to put on a convention and it, yeah, no, it's, uh, there's a lot to it. And it sounds like you guys are really putting a lot of thought and, and effort into this. Sorry, my puppy's going nuts. If you can hear her in the background. <laughs> okay. We like dogs. Yeah, so, she's yes. Weeks. yes, we do. <laughs> you know, I mean, and, and we're still looking at to make sure that even the people who can't be at Fear Expo, can be part of live action. So that's more things. I mean, we want to still be able to utilize our other platform to be able to publish all of our um, classes and, and, you know, make you feel like you're part of the costume party. You know, we did, um, you know, Willie Mae did the costume party during the second Fear Expo and our first Fear Expo. And, you know, we're have a live costume party going on. So, you know, combining them is, is something that should be quite easy to do. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you've got education, logistics. 
Yeah, no kidding. So you've got education, you've got the show floor, you've got a costume ball, you've got the vendor fashion show. What else will be happening? Uh, you got your Friday night party, live music. We got a band coming in for uh, a party style. Um, not to mention we're hosting on Wednesday um, before when all the vendors are getting there, we're doing a vendor huh. party for the vendors at a local all-you-can-eat barbecue place. What? Oh my goodness, it is insane. <laughs> Check out Moonlight, Owensboro, Kentucky. Amazing food. Um, all you can eat barbecue. We're going to have the vendor party there. And then uh-huh. when the early buyers show up, if they get there on Thursday night, we're going to have a buyer's party um, there and um, do the same kind of thing for the buyers as well. So yeah. if they show up early, they get to enjoy in our party as well. So what if you I know, have to be a vendor and a buyer? Two parties? Well, then, then, well, depends. You're probably going to be pretty busy setting up your uh, <laughs> booth on Thursday. Th- there is that, yes. <laughs> but speaking of that, back, we need a booth, back, Kay. <laughs> there you go. Well, actually, um, don't hurry and get your booth yet because podcasters are getting a special in, in, invitation. Um, we're having we're having a podcaster area for all the podcasters and media. Um, so you guys can take part in it and um, be part of the expo and we're donating it to you. We're just looking for you guys to help promote Fear Expo. So we want you guys there to, you know, take all the pictures and, and um, you know, get the information out to everyone. Let everyone know, you know, hey, look, this is something that's for them. So. I got to say, you have been so good to us over this last six months. Uh, we have seen significant growth in in the podcast. And I think a big part of that is because of all the connections that we have made through Fear Expo. Absolutely. So we greatly appreciate everything that you have done for us. And I cannot wait to help get the word out for you because we feel like we owe you something. Yeah, we will be absolutely talking at Fear Expo. For the next, the next months. Yeah. And, then some. <laughs> well, and, and the big thing is we can't do it with- this entire industry all has to come together. We all have to work together. We can't be against one show and for another show. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got to, you know, I'm excited. I'm going to um, Hunters Against Hate. I'll be there here, in, you know, a couple of weeks. I'm going to be there rooting on that convention, Texas Hunters Convention. I mean, the thing about it is we're all part of a really big industry and we all need to come together and help promote and help haunts, you know, have amazing shows and keep stepping yeah. it up. So that way we can steal. If, if you want to get, get away from someone, steal stuff from Walt Disney. <laughs> you know, get, get all those people to stay home instead of going, you know, to the big places. <laughs> um, so no, we're excited and and we we have a, a soft place in our hearts for all convention centers. We want to help them out. Um, being the first show of the year next year because there's a Hong Kong won't be happening next year. So mm. we're actually the first show. Um, you know, we're super excited to reach out to every single um, you know, show that's going on throughout the year. And and you know, if they want to hand out material, if they want to have a booth. You know, it's whatever we can do to give back. That's what we're looking to do. Yeah. So tell me or tell our listeners, rather, how can they find out more? Where do they go to find out more about Fear Expo Live? So FearExpoLive.com. Fear Expo. Wow, that just makes it super easy to remember, doesn't it? (laughs) Hard to mess that one up. (laughs) <laughs> but if you cannot remember it, that's okay. Check the show notes of this podcast and there will be a hyperlink there uh, to make it nice and easy for all of our listeners as well. So what other information do you want to share with us that we want to put out to our listeners about Fear Expo Live? Because this really is such a great, great opportunity and I think a great way to start the year off. 
Well, the, the biggest thing right now is if you're a vendor, um, don't wait. I truly believe that we will sell out this year. Um, we've already, before even really announcing it, just the people who knew about it, um, <laughs> we've already got, I think, uh, 12 different vendors signed up and they all took big spots. So we do have air available, air is for free for you. Um, you know, if you're a vendor who needs air, um, there's just, you know, I could actually go down the list of all of the really cool things about it, but the best thing to do is go to fearexpo.com. Click on the vendor. FearExpoLive.com. Thank you. FearExpoLive.com. Well, the good news is even if you go to FearExpo.com, there's a big um, button right there that says FearExpoLive, and you click on that, and it takes you there too. So either way, we'll get you. <laughs> um, Perfect. So you go to FearExpoLive.com, and you're going to see the vendor tab. Um, you'll be able to click on that. You can um, sign up early. All the information is so easy to follow. Um, including even, you know, getting your lunches for the day that we're going to bring you box lunches while you're, while you're setting up and we got a pizza party for the night while you're setting up. So, you know, we want to make sure that <laughs> we want to make sure everything is taken care of for you. Um, we're bringing actors with us. So that way you can have actors for your booth. We'll bring a makeup artist to help do makeup. I mean, vendors, <laughs> we appreciate you so much and we want to make sure that you guys are taken care of, you know, um, it sounds, it sounds like you know the best way to my heart is through my stomach because you're you, you see <laughs> that's a food <laughs> so you're, you're, you're giving me makeup artists to confer with and to observe obsessively until i can figure out how to make this work i'm in heaven we're there, good yeah there you go and oh. then and then for buyers you know same thing we're we're gonna roll out the red carpet we're gonna make sure you feel special i mean at the end of the day when you go to a show you want to feel like um you, you got your money's worth and that you had a good time and um, you didn't have anything to worry about. And we're doing everything we can to make sure that's the experience you get. When do tickets go on sale for buyers? So we are looking to have tickets on sale by time this airs. So oh, I'm looking to have tickets. The vendors can already buy, uh -huh. um, um, but the tickets for the buyers, I'm hoping to have them on sale on the 15th. So that's coming up here in 10 days, you know, cause we're doing this a little bit early. Yep. And the nice thing about it is they're $30. You that's have to be part, you have to be part of the haunt industry in order to come though. This okay. is not open to the public. Mm -hmm. So you have to somehow be linked to the haunt industry, work at a haunted attraction, be part of the media for the haunted attraction, whatever the case may be. This is a trade show. This isn't, you know, a convention or anything right. that's open right. to the public. So you just have to be able to show that you're part of the industry. You can be an actor, you can be a makeup artist, all that, but you have to be part of the industry. Sure. And then the greatest thing about that um, $30 ticket is that we're talking to all of our vendors and we're offering a coupon that you get to use. That's $30 off any purchase of 200 with any of our vendors. So it's so really $30 is going right back into whatever <laughs> it is you're trying to buy. We're, we're given, we're given your, your money that you, you know, bring right back to the vendors and everything. So, I mean, you know, as long as you buy something, it's free. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so. Honey, I didn't actually spend money. My ticket was free. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know, just, just, and there's so much more that I know that we could probably talk for four hours about all the little things, but um, definitely check out the website. We're having it up and launched and it's, it's ready to go right now. We're just fine tuning the air lines and, and the hotel reservations. A lot of the rooms, and we're talking beautiful rooms, are yeah, like 99. Of river. Like 
$99, right overlooking the river. And those of you who are friends with me probably been seeing on my uh, post every once while I'm stopping down there. I saw a, a concert out that hotel window overlooking the river. <laughs> so I'm telling you, it's it's $99. I think some of them might be $114. So the That's price cool. of your room. And for vendors, if you take a 10 by 10 square, we're going to give you one night for free in the hotel. So you already got one night paid for. Awesome. Awesome. So Fear Expo Live, Owensboro, Kentucky, January 21st to the 23rd. Go check it out at fearexpolive.com. Vendors, get your booths now because there's a good chance they might run out. And buyers, get your tickets, 30 bucks going toward whatever you want to buy at the show itself. Yes, perfect. And, oh. and you're going to see Haunting You there. And you are absolutely <laughs> going to see Haunting You there. This is the closest show to this is the closest show to me anywhere in the country. I am absolutely going to find a way to be there <laughs> if work doesn't like ship me off somewhere. Prevent you. Keep the, keep the fingers crossed. I'm trying to make it fingers happen. Fingers crossed. <laughs> we're we're, we're giving you that call in sick. I, I, I pretend to be you know someone for you. That's right. I've got enough leave <laughs> days saved up. Calling in, yeah, I've got enough leave days saved up. This should this should not be a problem. So, Doug, let me give you a minute to plug yourself. Uh, if people want to find out more about the haunt or about you, anything else you got going, this is your opportunity to plug yourself. Where should they be looking? Well, if you if you're coming to Michigan and you want to check out the haunt, give me a call. Hit hit the haunt's Facebook page first of all. And if you hit the messenger on the haunt page, it's going to come to me. If you hit the messenger <laughs> on Fear Expo, it's going to come to me. So either way, let me know you're coming. I'll give you a tour. You know, we'll take care of you there too. Um, we're super excited when we have people from other states or even inside our own state come in, uh, check out our attraction. It's thehaunt.com, the-haunt.com, I'm sorry. And, um, you know, love to see you guys out there in October. I know we're all busy. Uh, matter of fact, I'm going to try and travel and see a couple haunts this year as well. And then Fear Expo, we all got to get together. We got to have a huge party, you know, or get together. I guarantee you, you will, if you come to Fear Expo, you will see me. I'm going to rub <laughs> elbows with everyone. <laughs> a couple of you might want to trip me and that's fine, you know, <laughs> or take that by a grain of salt. So, um, <laughs> but no, super, super excited to to meet everyone and and be part of all the classes and just really give you guys a good time and something to kick off 2022 the right year and then we have so many amazing conventions and trade shows after fear expo that um all of you got to go to and support the industry so that get the get the year started off on the right foot with fear expo live yes perfect love it well doug thank you so much for coming on the podcast we are right thank about you, uh, our hour mark and so we want to wrap it up so we're not going too long and and keep it to a reasonable time I want to thank Leslie and Keanu. I want to thank you guys both for having us on here. It was amazing. Or having me on here. Actually, Chris wasn't on here today. Uh, here, do the next one. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, we, we can absolutely bring Chris on for the next one. <laughs> so, Doug, always a pleasure talking to you. And we will be looking forward to talking to you again in August when you uh, are ready to reveal whatever it is you won't reveal right now. <laughs> I'm watching. Watching for it. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much, Doug. We'll talk thank to you, you later. All right. Thank you. So that was Mr. Doug Sheldon, owner of The Haunt in Grand Rapids, Michigan, co-owner of Fear Expo, and they are getting ready to do their first ever live show in Owensboro, Kentucky, January 21st to the 23rd, 2022. Go get your tickets now. Vendors, go get your booths now because it's going to be a great time. 
couple of housekeeping items before we wrap up. Of course, you can find the Haunting You podcast just about anywhere where you are fi- where you will find your podcasts. That includes Apple Podcasts, Podbean, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher, Twitch, Pandora, Amazon. We're all over the place. Go subscribe. If you like what we're doing, leave us a rating because those ratings help other people discover our podcast as well. You can, of course, find all of the information and everything that we do on our website at hauntingyou.com. And follow us on our social media on Facebook, facebook.com slash haunting you at haunting universe one on Twitter at haunting university on Instagram. We have all kinds of posts going right now because of all the building that we're doing for Sanguine Creek Estates. If you want to follow along with the building that we're doing, definitely follow along on our social media and you will be able to keep up with all of the exciting things happening at our haunt. That just about wraps it up for today. Happy mid-July, everyone. We are coming down to the wire. July is nearly over. We're getting into August, and then it's going to be time to start setting up for haunt season. So get your construction going, and if you have questions, absolutely feel free to drop them our way, and we will do our best to help you unstick yourself from whatever sticky situations you are finding. So from all of us here at Haunting You, of course, happy haunting. Bye, everyone! Haunting You is a production of the Rocky Mountain Home Haunters, LLC. All audio clips and sound effects are used under a Creative Commons attribution or public domain license. From Purple Planet Music at www.purple-planet.com or the Sound Bible at soundbible.com. Please see our Facebook page for more information on all the clips used in this episode. Haunting University can be reached via Facebook at www.facebook.com slash haunting you with the letter U or on Twitter using the handle at haunting universe one that's haunting U-N-I-V-E-R-1. Be sure to check out our new page on Podbean at www.hauntingyou.podbean.com.